Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Wives Are Friends with your hosts Tyler and Eric. We hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. back welcome back well we got taylor back how's it going taylor going good up guys he's back by popular demand popular (laughs) demand uh so what's new since you've been last been on anything any new photography stuff or movies you're in or anything you want to pitch or talk about uh i did photography my first wedding last weekend i know last time i was on we talked about yeah how you wanted to kind of yeah delve and start Maybe potentially doing that. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it went really, it went really good. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was just hired to do like the groomsmen their day, mm-hmm. so they already had a designated like wedding photographer. Yeah. But um, I kept my camera out all day and just kind of played around at the reception. It was super cool. Y'all, this pick is for me. <laughs> <laughs> one for you. One for me. Yeah, it's weird because I don't know. I'm kind of new to the wedding photography space, so it's like I have a ton of pictures I'd like to post, but can't post them before I deliver the whole gallery to the bride and the groom. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's like I don't want to post spoiler pics, you know what I mean? Like they might want to post those. Spoiler yeah. alert, they got married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, working. Um, that's the only new thing. That's the only new thing? Yeah, school's almost over. I'm real excited about that. Gotcha. Well, uh, how much more school do you got? Total or just this semester? Well, I just mean like in general, yeah. Like um, I think I have an, about another year. Hmm, that's not bad. Switch major since the last time I was here, too. Oh, no. What's it, what, what have we got now? I was geology before. Okay. Oh, then, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But then I just realized how much I didn't like studying geology in a classroom <laughs> i just realized how much i hate rocks <laughs> yeah. so now i'm majoring in anthropology okay oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah i could turn i could use that a lot more with photography whether it's like photojournalism or other stuff like that you want to talk into the mic a little more oh okay <laughs> my bad <laughs> no it's all good um well, I know that we did. I just we just want to quickly ask you, uh, since we did an episode on artificial intelligence, and it's such a such a big topic these days. Um, what is your take on it? What is your take on it? <clears throat> I don't know. I there's a place for it. Um, well, especially I, as a photographer, right? Like, I mean, I could put in a prompt and have a picture. No. So that's what that's what's scary to me is is taking stuff like away from, like creativity away from people. Right. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know. I don't like we were talking about before, like there's photographer I've met photographers that like they're were they're concerned about it. Um I'm not like I 
I don't view, I just don't view it as competition like that. Um, it's there's a place for it. It is it's, its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get beautiful photos from it, but at the end of the day, like it's not. It's not going to provide you with that human touch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's. I don't know. There's a. I'm still kind of like new to learning about the AI stuff, but um, yeah, I just feel like. Well, since you're in school, what uh, an AI is such a big thing. Was there anything that like you were told? Like, did your teachers go, "Hey, by the way," like what were you told? <laughs> like an AI and uh, it was situation? like day one of the semester. My professor was like, "No." don't try to use chat GPT to write your papers this semester. Like the university's tracking on all that. And then in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is chat GPT? <laughs> I don't know. It's because I'm 34 or, but, um, yeah, I had to go home and look it up. I'm like, Oh, it's like, Oh, you can write whole papers for this. Like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. We brought it up. <laughs> we brought it up on the, on the, the last episode about AI that what I know that they have, programs that you can input a paper and it'll show um like plagiarism Mm -hmm. right but how can they take something that was created by a bot by an artificial intelligence and prove that it was written by an artificial intelligence i don't know maybe they have like an an ally chat gpt (laughs) that's like oh yeah confirming this was written for sure my cousin wrote this so we did some tests (laughs) we actually yeah so what we did is we asked it to write an essay yeah and then we i copy and pasted that essay back into it and asked it if it wrote this and it was it said yeah like i wrote this and so then we were questioning well, what if we write a paper old school like from our brain yeah wrote a paper and copy and pasted it in and asked it if it wrote this yeah like what it would say right we were just kind of curious and so we didn't i mean I, we didn't sit and write a paper but like would it know or would it take claim yeah no i wrote that or would it say oh no uh you wrote this but like yeah. Or is it pulling from other sources and creating things? You know, is it coming from its own cognitive artificial intelligence, or is it pulling papers and resources that are in on the interwebs and combining them to make a paper? I don't know. Yeah, see, it's like I, it's, I'm well. I I'd assume it's like its own brain. Like it's a, you know, it's not a sentient thing, but oh, yeah. Yep. And we went into some of the commercials and. Uh, like uh, and stuff like that that I was spitting out. So then our next topic, you know, was like you're an actor, so it can start making its own movies. You know, if it's making its short commercials, and in, in, in the scripts, like so, if it if you give it enough detail and enough prompts and all this, and somebody take that script that's produced, not necessarily pitch that script, but use it as a an outline, yeah, and be like, oh no, this is mine, and pitch it off to a studio. They and can they make money for nothing. They can. So that's a big thing. Um, the WGA, like the Writers Guild, yeah. is on strike right now. Is that what they're on strike for? And one of the things they're fighting <clears throat> for is, uh, I don't know if this is like already happening or if someone, if people at the top top are like threatening this kind of thing. I'm not like super in touch with uh, union issues. But um, I know that using AI to write scripts is something that, WGA members are like really concerned about. Yeah. Which it makes sense because just like off the one you showed me, 
that was a good that was a foundation of a script right there mm-hmm. so someone like you said someone could take that and then kind of rework it a little bit and at that point that's where the studios would just hire like a scab or like a ghostwriter right off the books yeah someone at the studio would be like hey i got this 110 page script that ai worked up kind of sloppy go in and clean it up a little bit yeah and then boom we'll make a movie and yeah. then it's like you have all these writers who have like paid their dues over the years and they're just like their work, which is probably better. Yeah. Is just getting cast aside because the, they don't, you know, now the studios don't have to pay those union wages or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Ghostwriting is a big thing. Um, I mean, I get it. Right. Yeah. No, it's a pretty complex I don't know, thing that we're dealing with. I don't know. It's just to watch it evolve over the next few years will be pretty interesting. Definitely. Definitely. I don't, I'm like up until January of this year, I didn't even know chat GPT was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's still all like new to everybody. I know especially it's... like us being older we're like, I had to like look it up too and be like, okay, what's everyone talking about? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I had to see what the hype was all about. Yeah, I'm going to show my grandma. <laughs> I like how you go, like, I'm going to start showing old people this. 100%. I'm just going to start, I'm just going to run, like, a double-blind study on, like, the effectiveness of AI. And I'm just going to start showing, you have to be older than 65. <laughs> Didn't you, you were just telling us uh, off-air a little bit, but weren't you saying your grandma canceled her cable subscription recently? Yeah, she was sick of the mainstream media, so she yeah. uh, went ahead and her and my grandpa fired up a YouTube TV account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're watching all kinds of conspiracy stuff. End of, the, end of times. It's funny. I did go over there yesterday, though, and she was watching a lecture on uh, super volcanoes in the United States. So at least she's, like, keeping it between the lines a little. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's easy to get lost in some of those, too. Like, sometimes at night I'll be looking through some of them, and next thing you know, I'm like... Man, I've been looking at this for like an hour and a half. Like, I, I need to go to bed. Oh, yeah. Like, what's really in Antarctica? <clears throat> right? <laughs> there's, there's, one of those, there's one of those Antarctica things floating around on Instagram the other day. I just like reading the comment section on those yeah. posts. What's really in Antarctica? That whole thing? <laughs> yeah. Why do they keep us away from it? Yeah, there's like a whole civilization under the ice. Yeah. <laughs> or in the middle. The lizard folk. <clears throat> Beyond the ice wall, like it's freaking uh, Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you only see this, is because if you go to the center, there's like it's an oasis. There's people actually living there, and you're like, okay, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. I know. I had to go look it all up. I was like, all right, let's see what let's see what Antarctica is all about. And there's like only like a hundred was like 130 thousand people a year go to Antarctica, which is more than I thought. But still, like, I don't know. I feel like if there was something there. Maybe one of those 130,000 people would say something. I don't know. What if those people don't, they're not actually showing, they're just just there showing the penguins. Maybe. You know what I mean? It's all the tourist area where they're allowed to go. Well, that, and it's so (laughs) secluded that there's probably only a few limited, like, spots where they can fly into. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if there's, like, a plethora of different places they can go. (laughs) Oh, you don't know uh, Jackson Airport over in Antarctica (laughs) South? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, there's not like multiple like international airports hanging out at a, in Antarctica that we know of, right? Maybe that's where uh, Malaysian MH370 disappeared to. It's possible, man. Yeah, Antarctica still never been found. No, 
Did, have you guys watched the documentary on Netflix? No. I watched like part of it. I haven't finished it yet, but I was pretty interested. I think I watched the last part I saw was that like some of the plane stuff started washing up like way far away. If, like, yeah. Like nowhere near something. it even disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that one guy found it. He like specializes in finding like plane wreckages or whatever. And then what a, what a specific <laughs> yeah, like, job, dude. Like, how do I get into that? Right. I'm a plane wreckage locator professional but then there's like there was another guy he like pitched the idea like yeah well this guy he he's paid off by the russians that was like one of the rumors that the russians like shot Shot it it down down. yeah which that checks out they've done it before (laughs) yeah it's plainly a little sketch i think (laughs) who knows what actually what actually happened i guess we'll never know until we actually do like the show lost like, think about how long it took, like, the Titanic, like, actual stuff to actually come out from it, right? I mean, that was 1912, and James Cameron was the one that found it, <laughs> you know, like, well, he's taking in a the break 90s. The, yeah. <laughs> how many years later was that? You know. Just researching for a movie. Let's go, go explore this thing. Uh, <clears throat> Taylor, last time we talked, you had a, a movie coming out, like, uh, Powder Pups? Yeah. Has that came out yet? No, that's the summer, right? No, yeah. And, um, I think it's due out October. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you working on anything else right now? No, I've been like completely tuned out from the film industry. Um, yeah. I did. I got some good news the other day, though. Of, like the first movie I worked on when I moved to Montana, my buddy Ari, um, him and his best friend and his best friend's son, they wrote this movie during the pandemic. They wrote it in like six days. They just sat down and started brainstorming a script. Yeah. And then we filmed it. Um, they filmed it 2020, and then we finished it in 2021. But they just found out last week that it's going to be, it got picked up uh, by a distributor here in America, and it's going to be shown at the Cannes Film Festival, which is like one of the biggest ones in the world. Wow. So kudos to them if they listen to this. Super cool. And it was like the production crew was just, there was like, six of us that worked this movie yeah and the fact that it's like going to one of the biggest film festivals in the world is like, gotcha fooled him again <laughs> yeah that is really cool has uh your perspective on the other side of it like being an actor changed like maybe your outlook on movies or like is there like favorite movies i don't know has it changed at all or have you always had like certain favorite movies i don't know um no working films hasn't really changed I'm, I guess the only way it's affected me is like now I look at little technical things, yeah. which is kind of annoying. Yeah. But um, it's pretty rare that you see like a gaffe in a movie or like a blooper, like, you know, like, uh, like the Game of Thrones stuff where like someone left a Starbucks cup in the scene. It's like, yeah, rookie mistake. Because most of it, yeah, it gets edited, it has so many eyes on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised things like that still happen. Dude, I I still I such a big production like that. I still feel like yeah, I still feel like that was intentional. I I feel like somebody on production. I think they were just burnt that they cut that last season so short because it was supposed to like draw out. But it still sees so many eyes that if 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 Joe Schmo while watching it could see it, how did an editor that watches it while editing a thousand times not even catch it? 
dude, it happens. I've been on movies where it happens, and like we'll shoot like three or four takes of a scene, and then it's like, oh, dude, somebody left a, a fucking water bottle in the back. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, like sometimes you'll sh- you have time to shoot it again. Sometimes you know, if it's in a good spot, they can just paint it out. But um, movie sets, you run into a lot of like everyone wants to be a chief. They have a lot of chiefs, not enough Indians. I don't know if that's a pol- politically correct <laughs> yeah. thing. I probably shouldn't say that. But, um, yeah, so there's usually just so many people running around that it's really easy to overlook something small like that. But you typically, like, if it's a bigger movie, even if it's not, everyone's got to be all hands on deck. But um, you'll have someone that's, like, specifically hired for continuity or... Um, but really, that's something everyone should keep an eye out. Whether it's like this beer's on the table right here in one scene, and then the next scene, it's like whoever drank it set it down, turned it around. It's like, and then you had to refilm that scene, and it's not in the same spot. Yeah. A lot of times, I see a lot of films where stuff like that goes, um, they just let it go because it's for them to go back and reshoot that, it would cost so much money. It's like, whatever. Or, uh, Things I notice a lot now would be will be like people drinking out of glasses. I'll always look to see where the glass level is. Yeah, it's like, do they fill it back up in, in between each take? And, but that's or also like just a, like whatever. That like, also plays into like psychology, right? Like that's things like that can go un, unnoticed because that's not the focus of the scene. Exactly. So they things like that they don't really they care about it, but if they miss something small like that, it's not a big deal because that's actually not the focus. They're focused on the actor mm-hmm. and whatever's happening in the scene, not the drink he's with the way he set it down yeah and then, and then there's a cut and then it comes back and it's facing a different direction you know that's not usually the focus right yeah and it's like it's kind of like a so like like at disneyland they like paint the trash cans a certain color so that and that, that color is supposed to like make it your brain like you don't notice it, it mm-hmm. blends in yeah right so it's the same type of thing it's like a psychology thing right yeah the psychology of disneyland they also <laughs> pump out that yeah. vanilla smell you know, yeah. for the longest time, I always thought they were just cooking up something good. Now they're a pump. They and pump they were in like smells. totally pumping in smells. I was like, I know. I felt betrayed when I found out. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you know. We're going next week. Nice. I was like, man, this thing doesn't quite taste like I don't know, this good smell. That <laughs> I love Disneyland. You a Disney boy or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tyler, you're going for how many days? Three. Three solid. days. Solid, solid time there, I guess. Yeah, it's a lot of Disney. A lot of Disney. We're doing, like, the first day is Disney, Disneyland, and then the second day is California Adventure, and then the third day we're doing Disneyland again. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. I mean, we're going for a th- my daughter. You know, yeah. She's yeah. Three, so she's more into, like, princesses and all the other Disney stuff anyway. California Adventure is more for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> you can drink all day. Yeah. I went to Disney World and it was cool because in Florida and uh, at the Epcot Center, you know, there's, you go, like, it's called Around the World. They have all these different uh, places that are themed off different places in the world, but I just went and got beers, like, around the world. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Heck yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Disney World. I want to go to Disneyland, was it in Japan or China? Tokyo. Is that where it's at? Mm-hmm. They have yeah. one in Tokyo, yeah. That'd be wild. I bet it's so fun. <laughs> it's gonna be like how different it has to be, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it would be crazy. 
I heard the Super Mario Brothers uh, was pretty cool. Super Mario World. At Universal? I heard it's pretty cool, but I heard it's just slammed with people right now. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. So I was like, maybe I'll go when the hype dies down a little bit. Well, I remember like when, so like the Harry Potter stuff yeah. came out in Universal. And everyone's like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. So we went. And it's just like a little fucking street. It's not even that yeah. big. It's like, no. like this is what you're calling Harry Potter World. <laughs> well, the one in uh, another one in Florida. The Florida is like big. Huge, that yeah. one's an actual like Harry Potter World. Yeah. This one here is just like it's just a street, and you're like, you're like, okay, this is and Butterbeer's disgusting. Yeah. So <laughs> you can be into it all you want, but I'm gonna shit on it because it's fucking horrible. Did they uh, did they get rid of the Simpsons area to build the Super Mario? Or is I, that still there? I don't know. I uh, haven't been to check it out on uh, the Simpsons. One. And I was I really sad when that. they built Simpsons because they got rid of Back to the Future. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that was a sweet ride. That was a cool ride. I remember going. Like the Simpsons ride is the same concept and the same thing. They they just used it like the exos, the skeleton of Back to the Future. But I don't know. I'd rather still have Back to the Future than Simpsons. But Definitely. speaking of the Simpsons, have you guys ever looked up how much stuff like the Simpsons have, has like predicted? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> creepy. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. So if you have some extra time on your hand, like that's the that's like the thing is they say that Matt Groening is from the future or something. Like I believe it. They've predicted so much. I wish I knew more like specific time like, yeah. things off the top of my head. But yeah. um No, didn't and remember I remember it was like when the Broncos and Seahawks they like predicted that a long time ago. But I mean at that point, stuff like that is like that probably but the, how many seasons too the simpsons have if you're gonna throw yeah if you're gonna throw a million darts at a dartboard you're eventually gonna hit a target the bullseye that's true you know what i mean so yeah. they can put all these stuff out there and make a ton of episodes and eventually one of them's gonna come right yeah is it still on they still make yeah, it's a new still se- on it was like 40 years or something crazy that is crazy like 89 or something was when it would yeah, you consider the, the simpsons like the greatest cartoon Kind of show of all time, or what do you think? What do you guys think on That's that? That's a hard opinion because I'm not a big fan of The Simpsons, so I'll say no. Okay, but for for the con for the yeah, longevity, the longevity of it, I guess it had to has to do good with other people. Yeah, so obviously it's doing something right. Yeah, that and South Park. I, I, I was gonna say South Park is my I don't know that would be my my choice. It's got to be between them and South Park. I think the thing with South Park though is why they get so much because they don't make their episodes till like the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're literally like pumping out fresh content that like, yeah. week. Current events. It's yeah. literally current <laughs> events as it's coming out. Dude. It was crazy. Yeah, they were putting out good stuff during COVID. I didn't really watch it until later on. Yeah. But like they did a couple COVID specials. Have you seen the uh, just... the like Macho Man Randy Savage ones where he's like a trans athlete? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kick this dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna beat this girl. <laughs> Yeah, so great. There's a lot of really good ones, like Family Guys up there too. That's pretty funny. I, my dad is obsessed with Family Guy. Like he just has it casually on TV all the time. Yeah, I prefer American Dad. Okay. If I was gonna watch a cartoon show, yeah. Family Guy, early Family Guy was really funny. Yeah. And then it was like they started playing it. I I feel like they started playing into the own their own joke. Yeah. A little. And then, like, it was, it, it got to a point where it was like they were always like ragging on Meg. And I don't know. I don't know. They went too deep on Herbert the pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a little boy? I do like American Dad, though. American Dad's funny. 
I haven't watched it enough, but maybe I'll look into it a little more. <laughs> it's wacky. It is kind of goofy. CIA agent. <laughs> they have an alien. Roger. Yeah. Alien lives with them. Yeah. Well, speaking of TV shows, do you guys have any, uh, do you have like a guilty pleasure show? Hmm. I know what yours is. What? Let's hear yours. We can Survivor. Survivor, it's like one of my, it's like one of my favorite shows, but I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure. It's guilty in the fact that you don't really want people to know that Survivor's your jam. All right. Well, I'll take, I'll say, okay, from, for me personally, my guilty pleasure shows would be more like, uh. I don't know, like the OC or Dawson's Creek or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Some of the, like the old school. I don't, see, I don't, I don't know if I have like specific guilty pleasure show that I'm like, that I'll watch when like no one's around. You know what I mean? That type of show <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, only I'll watch this. <laughs> Watching yeah. New Girl. Like I watch a lot of the same, <laughs> I watch a lot of the same shows over and over again. Yeah. But yeah. I know like Danielle, if she has like Vanderpump rules on or something, I like It'll be like, I'm not like focused in on it and it's just like playing. And next thing I know, I'm on the couch going, but who's that? Yeah. (laughs) Why are they doing that? You get sucked in. Yeah. You start getting like sucked into these dumb shows and start asking questions of, and then next thing you know, like you have an opinion. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Where am I? Tyler, what do you think about? (laughs) I've been personally victimized by Vanderpump Rules. I just can't believe Tom cheated. You know what I mean? After all this time, (laughs) fucking ridiculous. Come on, man. You're better than that. I don't know, Taylor. What do you think? Do you have anything? Um, I don't know. I watched a few episodes of Love Is Blind recently. Okay. Uh, I was in the beginning, like the first couple seasons. I guess that would be a guilty pleasure show because the concept of it's weird. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, and then you're watching like the 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 mess unfold, like after they agree to get married, and then you're like, oh, these two are not right for each other yeah. at all. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, I was dating, I was going on some dates with a girl, and she was, like, she watched it all the time, so I was like, all right, I'll check it out, just to kind of, like, see what's going on. Yeah. And, um, I wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure, like, I, I, we're not seeing each other anymore, so, like, I'm not watching it. I'm not guilty, it. it's just yeah. pleasure at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it was that, or, I don't know, I'll still put on, I don't watch a ton of TV, but, like, I'm editing photos, and I want to have TV on in the background, I might throw on, like, Friends or something. Even though I don't really think Friends is that funny. Yeah, I think it's a little <laughs> overrated. It's more, for me, it's more of a background kind of thing where yeah. if I'm cleaning up my house or something and I put Friends on, you know. That's not, a, that's not a show that I'll watch on repeat. It's a show that, like, Danielle will put on repeat, but it's, like, background. Like, mm-hmm. It's one that we'll put on, like, before bed and yeah. just, like, fall asleep to. But it can say, like, yeah, there's, there are funny parts in it and stuff, but it could... I can, I know like every episode. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those where yeah. you're like, uh, like, it's funny, but it's not like, I think this show's funnier and I'd rather watch this show, but I could probably tell you every episode that happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I mainly just put it on, like, my mom watched it when I was younger, but like 90s Jennifer Aniston and 90s Courtney Cox were absolute smoke shows. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess my guilty pleasure is like uh, 90s smoke show that's sitcom because, darling that's because yeah. the, entire, the only reason you watch friends is because the entire run of the show jennifer aniston's nipples are rock hard <laughs> and she didn't wear a bra <laughs> Shh, i'm not supposed to say anything <laughs> yeah, that, that was the best real reason right there rock hard nips yeah no bra 90s yeah no bra 90s bring it back cameron i think D- they are cameron bringing Diaz. it back i like that wasn't that the whole free the nipple thing yeah 
big supporter. Are you? Uh, you're a big supporter of free the nipple. Absolutely. Yeah. What about uh, men's foreskins? Are you against men's foresk- foreskins, Eric? Free the foreskin. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Are you mad that the the doctor took your foreskin away? You had no no choice. There is a group of people. I think it's called Bloodstained Men, and they go out and like <laughs> they show they put up signs like "Give me my foreskin back." <laughs> oh man! With like a white outfit on, with like blood in the crotch area. Yeah, keep fighting the good fight, guys. Yeah, that's the that's what you need to focus on is the doctor that took your foreskin away without your acknowledgement. Yeah, mom, where was I born? Well, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Did it on purpose, man. Come on. No, we got you. Yeah, I got to liven it up, you know, a little bit. Got you, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more off off air on the read the foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we find their website? I think I'm like, donate or volunteer or something. <laughs> yeah, volunteer for bloodstained men. How can I help you in your foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. Thought went through my head, and I don't think it's very appropriate. Yeah. You know what docking is? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> since they miss their foreskin so much, do they dock <laughs> with other guys that have foreskins? <laughs> I, I, I mean, just want to know what it feels like. Can you put your foreskin over <laughs> my penis, please? <laughs> I'm sure someone. I love Eric's speechless. Dude. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what to say. Yeah, there, there's a few times, too, where... Where I don't think there's much where Tyler's like, yeah, I don't know if I should say this. You know, like, <laughs> pretty much everything goes on our wives or friends. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just the concept of it still is really weird. I wonder. <laughs> I just i I wonder what chat chat GPT's opinion on uh, free the free the foreskin is. <laughs> oh, I'll ask it. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get artificial intelligence opinion. I just said, do you have an opinion on foreskins? See, it's it's an AI bot. Like it doesn't even. Uh, let's see. I do not have a personal opinion or beliefs, as I am designed to remain impartial. What an asshole! Way to cop out. He yeah. said, however, pick a side, AI. Whether or not to circumcise is a personal choice and may depend on cultural or religious beliefs medical considerations or other factors ultimately is up to individuals and their families to make an informed decision about circumcision based on their own beliefs and values. What a pussy. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I've heard of people like, uh, not doing it and like waiting till their son is old enough to consent or whatever. That's weird. And then I'm just I don't like, want that. I'm glad it happened when it happened because I have no knowledge of it ever happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like 13 and be like traumatized because a doctor cut the tip of my the foreskin <laughs> off of my penis when I was 13. And I remember that for the rest of my life. I do. I know someone who had it done when we were in high school. Someone like we went to high school with. Definitely can't say. You can say we need there. some names. No. <laughs> What's it rhyme with? <laughs> <laughs> foreskin <laughs> we can you can say off air it's all right <laughs> no i can't put that kind of energy out in the universe was it you <laughs> i'm just kidding oh. 
Oh, shut up, dude. Move on. Yeah. Move on, please. Move on. All right. Uh, I got here. Here, I got a question for you. This is an AI generated question just for you. Okay. What has been your most memorable experience working on a movie set? Any funny, any any funny or interesting stories that you can share? Ooh. Um. Man, there's been a few. I'm gonna like rack my head and like in order. Probably Powder Pup. Um, I don't know. My first, the first movie, that movie I worked on when I first moved to Montana that's um, going to Cannes, that one was like super special. Um, but definitely Powder Pup. Probably just because uh, I got to act in it and like I had a sizable role and that was like. Yeah, but was there any like, while filming, was there any like funny stories or experiences like during the filming process? Like maybe there was you know like a gag reel or something where there was just a funny moment or i don't know um like off off camera maybe i don't know off camera yeah there's a bunch i mean, <laughs> I mean it had joey diaz in it right something should have happened his was just voiceover oh that's true so um he was never actually on set that's right yeah it was just a voiceover there's just goofy stuff um off it wasn't on set, but it was while we were making the movie and like we stayed on this like 10,000 acre ranch. There was two cabin homes like right next door mm-hmm. to each other. So it was like production crew was in one house and all the actors from the other house. And it was pretty much like uh, a reenactment of Animal House. Just absolute madness <laughs> every single night. Um, probably the funniest thing that happened was that my first day... My first like day acting it was day one of the shoot and it was like 30 mile an hour winds like 10 degrees just freezing balls and like in the middle of my take my buddy's in the back like he was the art director he's like behind everybody and he's just staring like into my soul the whole time <laughs> and like he's big dude he's like six six he's got this huge old beard but he's like a big teddy bear and like he was just staring into my soul, just ripping his vape pen, just. And then like he was blowing it, and the wind was blowing right at us, and like I, it took everything I had to not like just hold it together. But that wasn't that great of a story, I guess. But. Oh, that's still pretty funny. Though. Yeah. Then we had yeah, I don't. Most of my like memorable stuff. Like, there's funny things that happen all day on set, but, like, nothing extreme. There's a couple, like, sheesh moments. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, it's probably not very good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Film sets. Sometimes I just black out when I'm, when I'm working because there's so much going on. That, especially on the Powder Pups, I was acting but i was also on camera crew and then i was also the assistant to the director so it was like i never really had enough time to like really think i was like almost an autopilot most yeah of the, most of the time it's going from one thing to another yeah i'd go from like acting in a scene to like doing a lens change two minutes later yeah and yeah um mem- yeah memorable moments i don't know they're all pretty memorable it was a 
working in film and acting was the, like it's the only thing I wanted to do for ten years. Yeah, and like, like the collective experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right or no? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't really know what to say. Like How to, about this? What about what? What are some movies for both of you guys? What should they have not made a sequel to? What should they have not made a sequel? Yeah. Oh man. Or like the se- the remake or the the second the sequel was just a terrible movie. Anything come off the top of your head? Um. I got a remake that they should have never touched. Okay. Point Break. Yes. Like I watched the remake and I was like, "This is the biggest piece of shit yeah. I've ever seen." It's so disrespectful to the first one. Yeah. What about the Mummy when they redid it with Tom Cruise? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I and I thought the Brendan Fraser ones were just perfect the way they were. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like that's why that movie bombed, right? Like it bombed horribly, but yeah. This is not a remake; it's a sequel. But uh, Air Bud. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Airbud two was just not it for me. <laughs> yeah, the first one was, was like, that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Airbud. There it is, dude. The uh, didn't they make a second like Big Mama's house? Yeah, yeah. The first one was really good. Yeah, I loved that when I was a little kid. It, it's notorious that usually, like, when there's a really good movie like the the second, you know, the sequel never really lives up. If you guys want to talk about sequels... Probably very rare that the sequel is better than the if we're, if we're talking about sequels that shouldn't have been made, how are they still on number 10 for Fast and the Furious? <laughs> okay? Yeah. Like they, could, they, could have, they could have ended it and then like taken a trajectory to like a different saga and a different saga. And yeah. They wanted to make multiple movies, but yeah. they're just continuing the same thing. It's 10 movies in, man. Yeah. Two, There's a new one coming out. Two was pretty good. I like two with uh, Ludacris and Ty mm-hmm. Diggs. But uh, yeah... Was three was Tokyo Drift? Yeah, yeah. And then I don't. Which was technically a prequel. Looking back at it. Yeah, now. yeah. Was Paul Walker in that one? I don't think so. No. Yeah. A good trivia question, but that was the so. it featured the kid who the guy who played uh, Forrest Gump as a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, Haley Joel Altman. No. Uh, no. Oh no, 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 that's his kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's that he plays his kid is when uh. he had the uh, the braces on. He was running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when they they need to stop that, they need to stop. At least push it into a different trajectory. And yeah, start, like a, like a spinoff of a different story or something. But at some point, they like went to space and like, like <laughs> what the fuck is going yeah. on with these movies, dude? Vin Diesel on the moon. Like they're like launching cars from like freeways onto tanks and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> this is and it's outrageous. Apparently, like Vin Diesel and The Rock hate each other. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah, they beef. They got beef, man. Vin Diesel decided. And I can sit and talk he, so much shit about those movies, but when it comes straight, like digital, I'm definitely still watching it. So. For sure. Well, what's <laughs> they still make like money. Family. Uh, yeah. Family over everything or something like that. It's all about family. Yeah, we're a family. family. Except for The Rock. The Rock's not in our family. <laughs> mm. You know why they beef? Why they be beefing? Um, I read it up on it a while ago. I can't remember why, though. No, I feel like that's just like too type A. Because like, Vin, Vin Diesel has one of the easiest acting gigs ever. Yeah. Because he plays Groot in the, yeah. the Guardians uh, in Marvel Universe. And he only has one line that they just repeat. I am Groot. I am Groot. 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, obviously, whatever beef they have, like, there's an insecurity there somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, I, I totally understand not working or, like, working, especially on a movie set with, like, someone you don't like because you're together all day, every day. Like, it can get annoying, but fucking get over it. Yeah. Those holes are making, those dudes are making millions of dollars. Like, maybe they were get a over couple it. and then broke up. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. The Rock probably sized him up yeah. in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there was some rape involved. I really don't know, man. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Foreskin? I'm not going to get into that. Foreskin docking? They were, they were foreskin <laughs> docking. And then they had to pretend they hated each other. Like, we didn't do that. I don't know. <laughs> I hate that I guy. Hate that. Yeah, yeah, I can't even be in the same room as him. <laughs> we caught you guys making out. No, you didn't. <laughs> so stupid. I don't know. And there's, I want to say, like, uh, I don't know, like, obviously the hangover was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I think the second one was all right, but I think there's, like, a third and a fourth one. I'm like, is there? I know there's, I a, know third. there's a third. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, you know. They could have just made the first one and called it good. Yeah. For sure. What was the second one? Is that when they went to Thailand? Yeah. And it was just, it was literally the same movie. Yeah. Just, he lost Doug. I hate to break it Shocker. to you, but a third one, I think they lose another guy, and it's the same fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I think but, AI wrote those scripts, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I don't but know. I don't know, it's hard, because I, I see on the other side, where if they have this movie that's just like a mega hit... I don't know. Obviously, they, money purposes. The you know they're making tons of yeah. They, they want to pr- they want to make another one and profit it. Yeah, again, yeah. I get it. It's definitely a cash grab. It's a cash grab, one hundred percent. Because then the second one, like, I don't, I don't know what the budget was like, but you make so much money off the first one, so you can do whatever you want in the second one. Yeah, and it almost really doesn't matter if it's good at, or as good or not. People were so hyped off the first one, they're going to go see it. It's like uh, another good one, uh, Dumb and Dumber. I think mm-hmm. they made some kind of remake to a certain extent, like maybe five years ago. Well, they made Dumb and Dumber, and then like years later, they did like a prequel, which was Dumb and Dumberer. With the same, with Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels? No, that was when they were younger. Okay, but then they did a... Then they did the Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. Like later on. Yeah. Yeah. Afraid of Felcher? <laughs> I just yeah, I mean it was funny, but I'm not. It's not something I'm watching on repeat. Right. You know, I watched it the one time. And I'm like, okay, it's funny. Watch the original cool. on repeat though. Yeah, the original, yeah, the original <laughs> one you can watch on repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, at least like a couple times a year. I'm like, got to throw it on. That was a good year for Jim Carrey. I think he had three or four number one movies that year. Made his whole career. They have Liar Liar. Was that the same year or is that later? No, he had Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. Dumb and Dumber. The Mask. Mm-hmm. Well, The Mask was like the first thing Cameron Diaz was in too. Yeah. That's when she got her start was The Mask. I think yeah. that was my first Hollywood crush was Cameron Diaz in The Mask, that red dress. Mm-hmm. Almost that Jessica Rabbit vibe. You know I mean? Yeah. I haven't seen Ace Ventura in a while, though. <laughs> I want to go throw that back on. I yeah. love the sequel for Ace Ventura, though. When Nature Calls. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> See, that is, out of like a bunch of them were like, oh, it's just a cash grab. Like, or no, that one was legit. Bad. That one was a hilarious <laughs> one. Yeah, for sure. Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> Down, Bubba. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Your balls are showing. 
funniest thing. Taylor, do you have a favorite movie or a favorite couple movies? Yeah. I, uh, they they kind of cycle. My all-time favorite, probably Wayne's World. Yeah. That was my favorite. It's been my favorite since I was like two. Yeah. Um, classic. Sure. Yeah. My parents, my, my parents say I used to carry around a VHS of Wayne's World everywhere we went. It was like my babysitter. When we'd go to their friend's house, I would just throw it in the VHS. And I'd be set for two hours. And then... Um, that's, like, that's got like one of the greatest like little bits of dialogue where the girlfriend gets him a gun rack. Yeah. And he's like, why do I need a gun rack? I don't own a gun, let alone <laughs> many guns to necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> what do I need with a gun rack? She's all fine. You don't like it? No, I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, the writing and the writing in that movie, like to me, that was like one of the purest forms of comedy. Is that movie? Is, the whole like, the whole everything came from that. When especially like the whole like Stairway to Heaven scene in a <laughs> in a guitar store. That's still done to this day. You're not allowed to play Stairway <laughs> yeah. to Heaven in, your, in any guitar store. You will get stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so many things, like cold, uh, pop culture things came from that movie yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it was definitely transcended that era um i still i actually just watched it a couple weeks ago i was watching it with that girl i was seeing but i don't think she was a big fan yeah yeah i know but it's okay that's how i am so like danielle's eight years younger than me or younger than us right so like a lot of those movies like we're like are those movies like you have to watch at least once in your life there's certain movies yeah. and things like that. Like, no, I've never seen that. These were staples <laughs> in our house or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, how have you never seen this? So then I have to, like, do the play the convincing game of, oh, you're going to like it. Like, can we watch this? Oh, I don't really want to watch it. Like, this sounds dumb. I'm like, just watch it. Come on. And by the end, she's, like, laughing. And it always takes a lot of convincing. Yeah. Like, Come on. Just watch it. It's like that meme from Bird Box, the movie, where like the guy is <laughs> yeah. like opening their eyes, and, like yeah, forcing someone to watch something. Like, <laughs> Happy Gilmore's up there too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sound like movie dude, to be honest. Yeah, Billy Madison's, all those are pretty classic. Yeah. What made those great though is Chris Farley. Like, just I can only imagine what it would have been like. I'm sure we've already talked about this multiple times, but just. Like what that crew would have been like with Chris Farley if he was still. Oh man, I know. Just I feel like the comedy genre would be so much different. Yeah. Because like him and David Spade were absolute gold together. And there's a like a little nugget of a movie that that's a Chris Farley movie that doesn't get a lot of like popularity like some of his other ones did. But was I don't know if you guys ever saw Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh yeah, dude, that is yeah, that is hilarious. Chris, uh, Chris, was it Chris Tucker? I think so. Yeah. Where he like, yeah. Exactly. Or was it Chris Rock? I don't remember. I'm gonna have to look it up now. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but I remember watching that as a as a kid. And uh, just, dude, that was the funniest thing. And I'll watch it. Like, yeah. I've watched it like a couple times recent, not recently, but you know, within like the last however many years. That's still like one of his like underrated movies, I would say. Yeah, Black Sheep. I just watched Black Sheep a couple weeks ago. It's such a good Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. And then he did uh, that Lewis and Clark movie, Almost Heroes. It was the last movie he did before mm-hmm. he passed away. Yep. I think he, I think he was, they were like 
either just wrapped or they still had a little bit left filming at the end or something post or something when he passed away have you guys heard the uh because he was supposed to be sh- the original shrek there's chris rock in it chris rock in Beverly Hills Ninja yeah Girl. so chris farley was originally hired to do shrek and i think there's yeah. a- there's audio files online he'd already recorded like most yeah. of the movie and uh it's really good really good yeah wow. he was he was supposed to be shrek. yeah i had heard that before yeah <laughs> Dude, shrek would have been a whole different movie too oh, yeah man. yeah that would have changed that whole is chris farley's one of those guys where even if you're just listening like you just hear his voice and like you can immediately picture his mannerisms like just this big guy like just shaking <laughs> and i've heard like interviews and stuff from all his buddies like david spade and stuff and like he was so loved by all those guys, but he never turned it off. Yeah. Like he was like that in person 100% of the time, all the time. And so a lot of times it was like almost to the point where they like stopped inviting him places because like they just, <laughs> he was so much, like so overbearing. And he was on speed. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That minor little. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's super sad. I remember when he passed away. Out of, I would say out of my life, two people that probably that passed away, like, uh, you know, celebrity-esque people would, like, had an impact on me would be Chris Farley and uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. When I found out, like, they were dead, I was just, like, heartbroken. Robin you know Williams I mean? was sad. Yeah. He had some really great movies. I was a big Phil Hartman fan. We were still pretty young when yeah. he died, but... Oh, uh yeah, wife killed him. Yeah, wild. <laughs> You haven't read his book there's a or not his book but there's a book about him yeah um i forget what it's called but Dude, he was class i mean freaking i mean snl well, i mean <laughs> just, Phil Hartman. he was so good and he was the voice of the mayor in simpsons mm-hmm. wasn't he i think so yeah like just watching like um like holiday movies like jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger like Phil Hartman plays the neighbor yeah that's trying to bang Arnold, Arnold's wife the entire time and you're just like this is like comedy gold dude like <laughs> just slowly trying to like work his way into like banging his wife the entire movie yeah I used to watch uh what was it what was it news radio with him and those showed like Joe Rogan was on when mm-hmm. Rogan yeah. was like first starting to act and yep yeah good stuff Crazy times. Crazy. What, about, what about you, Eric? What are some favorite movies of yours? Uh, Into the Wild. Good one. Yeah. Braveheart's up there. Dumb and Dumber's up there, too. Uh, what's it called? The Casino. Like the Joe Pesci movies. Yeah. Those are all pretty good. Uh, those are some of my top ones, yeah. Good choice. Good taste in movies. Cool, yeah. Well rounded. <laughs> okay. Tyler. So favorite movie. So many movies, dude, and it's so hard to like choose a favorite. But one I used to always watch. I'll still watch it if it's on. Um and I haven't gone out of my way to like put it on in a long time. But would probably like Fight Club is a classic. Yeah, that one's that one's up there too. Um just because there's like there's just so much more to it than just you know, a fight club. You know what I mean? There's so mm-hmm. much more ph- philosophical mm-hmm. uh, stuff going on in that movie. That was like one of my first like <clears throat> psychological thrillers that I watched too. And like, 
I don't know. That's that's one of my top favorite kind of movies though. It's like a psych thriller. Um, and then just like comedy stuff, dude. Like you can't be like Step Brothers and those types of movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, anything that's gonna fill my heart with joy. Yeah. I'm typically like all for. Yeah. Is like having. I don't know. I'll sit and watch. I've watched. I watch horror movies. I'll watch. Uh, you know, suspenseful stuff or whatever. But I can't just like sit and watch those. You know what I mean? Like it almost makes you like. It, like you almost like getting in like a mood. You watch too many of those like back to back. You got to throw like a comedy in there to like, yeah. fill your soul, refill your heart a little bit, and then <laughs> go back to watch another, you know, Exorcist movie or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you can't sit and watch those over and over and over again. Hey, going back to a question we had earlier about a movie they shouldn't have remade. Uh, one was Paranormal Activity. Which one? Just in general? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I liked the first one. I was like, man, I thought was it was pretty good. cool. And it was like a super low budget film. They had a full, like, I remember that time period. That was a full time period of uh, mockumentary movies, right? They had like Cloverfield and all those mm-hmm. where it's just like half the time, half the movie you're watching a camera face the ground while someone's running. Yeah. Like a project. <laughs> But I, I thought for that being a low budget film, I was I think that was one of the most profitable movies because I mean as far as how much sales they had versus how much they spent on making the movie. But then the next ones they made I thought were terrible. So yeah, was it? You know what? You know what? Uh, little film universe I do enjoy, and I feel like they just keep making them. It's Conjuring. I think they're coming out with the fourth one this year, but then they have like the Annabelle like little split off, and then they're making a TV show. Yeah, and I'm here yeah, for it's all a, it's of a, it. The Conjuring is a is a full universe. Like yeah, it's, a, it's its own thing. Like it's like an, an MCU, but with horror flicks. Yeah. Well, and it's like the two characters, like the um, I forget the wife's name, the husband's Ed Warren. They were like mm-hmm. real people, yeah, real people yeah. who like really did stuff like that. So it's a. Uh, here, I got a guilty a guilty pleasure show okay. for you. Supernatural. <laughs> it's, so it's a good goofy. show. You know, it's such mm-hmm. a goofy show, but like, I'm literally watching it right now. Like, it's a good show. But then, the, but the only reason I'm really watch rewatching it is because a I've never actually finished it because there's so many seasons. <laughs> I've never actually like watched it all the way through. But they just came out with that uh that prequel on HBO Max called The Winchesters. And it's about oh. the, the dad and the mom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Huh. Guess I'll have to resubscribe to HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> Just did my deep cleanse last month. Like, what are all these extras things I'm paying for yeah, that I don't that's, need? Uh, yeah. Just, I don't know when it came out, but it's more like newer. It's just called The Winchesters, and it's a prequel of Supernatural based on, like, the dad and the mom when they were young. Like, before okay. Sam and Dean were you know, around, I guess. Or maybe they were little kids. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. So. <laughs> don't spoil it. Nobody tell me any spoilers. Yeah. I'm into all that like weird supernatural stuff, though. Yeah. Not just necessarily the show, but like... In general. In general. Like ghosts and... It's just kind of... It's more of a curiosity thing than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely into that. Have you ever seen a ghost, Taylor? Yeah. Mm. You got any ghost stories? I've seen a UFO. Like, I'm fairly... Um, it's not even that I'm fairly certain. Like, I'm sure of what I saw. Me too. And, uh... Wasn't here. see, ghosts... Um... 
I don't think I've ever seen any like apparition type stuff, but I've been in some houses that were like said to be haunted and maybe the fact that I knew that going into it, like my subconscious was playing tricks on me, but goofy things happening in houses. It's not, I mean, it's a possibility, you know, we, who's to say that there's not stuff out there. I know in a previous episode, uh, I've talked about experiences that I've had, uh, with ghosts or paranormal stuff, but, and it's, it's, it is fucking, it is really creepy because there are things that you just can't explain. Yeah. Um, like Ouija boards freak me out. I'll never fuck with a Ouija board. Yeah. I've never, I'm not, I'm not inviting that juju into my, <laughs> I've never, yeah. had the temptation to be like, yeah, let me no. go and see what this is all about. I think it's just the fear was put in us at a, at a young age. Like, I guess the Ouija is probably part of pop culture. <clears throat> You know, like, I remember, like, my, growing up, my parents were like, you will not play with the Ouija board. Like, yeah, it, blah, just, blah. it just feels like, to me, like, I'm inviting something into my, into myself, into, like, into the world that shouldn't be here. Here's the question. I always felt like, it was, okay, go ahead. Are you inviting something into the world, or are you just contacting something that's already here? Either way, you're letting it, <laughs> you're letting it into you. In yeah. a way, right? Like accepting it, like making your presence known to it. Anyway, either way, like it still seems bad. I just oh. felt the Ouija board was really Jumanji ish. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> I love Jumanji. That was such a good Fucking movie. Classic. Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. And they remade Jumanji, and it wasn't as good. Yeah, there's a remake right there. Why'd they yeah. go ahead and do that? I forgot about it. The, isn't The Rock the in Rock, it? The yeah. Rock, yeah. 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 And Kevin Hart. And Jack Black. It's it's not a bad movie, but it's just not. They did it twice. Yeah, they came out with like the reboot, yeah. and then they came out with the sequel <laughs> to the reboot. Yeah. Did you guys see Jungle Cruise? No. no. Is that good? I didn't see it. I've been wanting to it. though. I love that ride. I'm like, to take a whole ride like that and be like, let's take a movie off of it. Yeah. Whatever. The Rock. Whatever. It's the highest paid dude in Hollywood. He'll do whatever. He yeah. Mm. Probably gets paid. 25 million a flick maybe more probably more yeah that's wild it's just like his base paycheck and then he collects on the back end mm-hmm. <laughs> percentage off sales or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah dude that's i don't know there's a lot of weird stuff out there i know we've kind of done talked a little bit on previous episodes about some of the weird stuff and experiences that we've had yeah but <clears throat> there's a, there's a lot out there yeah. I mean, unexplained things. Definitely have seen a UFO, like without a doubt. Where what did it do? What did it do? Yeah. I was at uh, the hot springs in the canyon. Okay. When they were still open. Well, this was like 10 years ago. But we were sitting in it, and me and my buddy Scott were just like hanging out. Like we were just looking up, you know, watching the stars. And then all of a sudden, like this thing, like, comes, like, across the horizon like from the back of our head to the front super quick we're like oh cool satellite you know and then it stops and it goes left and then shoots right same fucking story and i have the same story yeah but in colorado me and scott like nobody else there was like 15 people in the hot springs we went up there at like 10 o'clock one night nobody else saw it and like me and scott just look at each other didn't say like no words were spoken just looked at each other and then like 
looked back up. Like, I don't know. That's exactly what it did. Uh, I don't know. What my experience is. We were in Colorado, small town. So there's, I mean, there's no stoplights. There's like one stoplight yeah. in the entire town type of thing. So you could see every single star. I mean, there's no lights impeding the, the view. And I remember seeing it go, something shoot across the sky hella fast. <laughs> and it just went, stopped. Just did that where you did almost slingshot, went in one direction, and then shot the other way. Yeah. That's exactly what it did. They say that's what the Malaysia flight did too. Like it went, started going one way, then completely shot the other way. Hmm. Maybe in like this weird time warp vessel, we saw MH370. Maybe. <laughs> but this was a different time. This was, we would have been in eighth grade when I saw that. Okay, so that was a while ago. Mm hmm. Mm. Way before. Hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. Maybe we should correlate uh, other missing planes with that, your time frame, and then I'll. Correlated to the time frame that would have been, it would have been like summer, eight or like our eighth grade summer type of thing. Mine was definitely summer, summer two thousand, probably two thousand eight. It's actually longer ago. So there's a pattern. I thought it was it's summer and summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we need some, some investigating. Maybe planes went missing during that time frame and that time frame, and those are actually being pulled into like different dimensions. I don't know. Maybe something's weird going up in the in the sky you never know yeah i don't know man that sounds like some investigating that i don't really want to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> might freak me out too much not a rabbit hole i'm wanting to fall into <laughs> exactly anyway uh i think we should wrap this up yeah think? thanks taylor for coming on again today anytime to have you back always good good conversations it'll get better every time i know that's what we, we strive for, but, you know, some episodes are better than others, but. Yeah, but that, it's not. Uh, we're here to hang out and have fun. Yeah, for like, sure. As long as we're having fun and having a good time, like, I don't really care what yeah. other people think, to be honest. So Here to try this absolutely disgusting belching beaver hard seltzer. Yeah. Is it gross? It's horrible. <laughs> you want to try it? No, 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 no. I'm just not a huge seltzer fan. I don't know. I've tried a number of them, and it's just not my thing. Me neither. There's certain ones. Certain ones that are good. I feel like I get sucked in by the logos and stuff in like the advertisement, and then I'm like, oh man, this is terrible. This is a great logo, though. Yeah. <laughs> Juiced up beaver with traditional tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tastes like shit. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and thank you, Taylor, for coming on again. We'll definitely try and get you back on here. Um, don't forget to like. Subscribe, follow, do all that cool stuff that we don't know how to do. So, <laughs> yeah. So thank you everybody for uh, for listening. <laughs>